Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one, one page of Talmud a day, 10 minutes, infinite enlightenment. And today we have the pleasure of welcoming back this show's great rabbinic master, the great David Bashevkin. Hello. What an absolute joy to be here. So yesterday uh, we parsed page 41, which gave us a lot of uh, insight into what order you use to bless different foods that are spread before you on a table, and furthermore, what do you do with complex foods like sushi that have several ingredients that each merit their own type of blessing? And no sooner had we recovered from this intricate conversation about California rolls, kosher, of course, uh, that now we meet in page 42 a really strange concept that, that I have a sense is, is more important than I realize. Uh, it's the concept of pat haba bekisnin. I'd like to read uh, a brief paragraph and then, and then have you walk us through it. The Gemara also relates, Rav Yehuda was engaged in preparations for his son's wedding at the house of Rav Yehuda Bar Chaviva when they brought bread that comes as dessert before them. When it arrived, he heard them reciting, who brings forth bread from the earth. He said to them, what is this tzitzi sound that I hear? Perhaps you are reciting, who brings forth bread from the earth? They said to him, yes, indeed, as it was taught in a baraita. Rabbi Mona said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, over bread that comes as dessert, one recites, who brings forth bread from the earth. And Shmuel said, the halacha is in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Mona. What is this patababakisnin, this bread that comes as dessert? And, and why is it important? So I, I, you left on a little bit of a cliffhanger, because if you keep reading, there's a really important distinction about this bread, which I'll define in a moment. And that is you only make a hamotzi. You only, it's only considered bread if it's something that you really build a meal around and something that you literally eat as a meal. The reason why this is so controversial uh, is because it gets to the heart of one of the great anxieties of many halachic observant Orthodox Jews, and I'll get to that in a second. And that is, Paz HaBaba Kisnen is a bread that was baked either not using water, but like a sweeter, like a like a honey or a fruit juice, or a bread that has like, a, let's say like a cheese on it or sauces on it. So it's not your typical bread. It's like a sweet bread. Like a pastry almost. A paste, exactly. Right. And the question is, is this ambiguous bread, is it something that should identify as actual bread? Or is it really just like a pastry, like a cookie or a... Or something else. Because Ambiguous bread, br- by the way, was the name of my band in high school. Well, <laughs> that's 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 fabulous. That's a fabulous name. That's always. I can give a long history of my life going through band names that I picked out <laughs> and started, but I never learned to play an instrument. But I picked out band names. So the idea is that you know, okay, we get why you say you know why we thank the Lord and why we bless the bread when we eat challah, for example. It's the core of the meal. It's the thing you see on the table. It is seminal to you know how you eat this meal but if it's just some kind of pastry that comes at the end and is sweet and you've already had your chicken you've already had everything that matters should it really receive the same honor should it really receive the same you know prominence correct and it's 
It's that honor that gets to the deep, deep anxieties of so many. Because I don't know if you've ever broken bread uh, with people who are very careful about the details of halacha. But when you formally eat bread, there are two considerations uh, that you need to have. Many people wash before they eat bread, mm-hmm. and you know they make before they make the hamotzi. The Talmud's going to talk about that in a different place. And number two is once you eat bread, uh, you should bench afterwards. You should say the birchat hamazon. So the question for a lot of people is, and the anxiety is like, do I have to go through all of the hoopla of these honors when I bite into a slice of pizza? Right. Because everybody's worried, like, I just want a quick bite and go. Do I have to find a place to wash my hands? Do I have to make the the long birchat hamazon after, whether or not you sing it in that old camp tune or not? Right. And, and I don't and, have 45 minutes here. I just wanted a slice. Exactly. So is this more of a snack or is it something that's an actual meal? And find find a a Jew who is careful about these things on the you know pull them over on the street and ask them, do you wash on one or two slices of pizza? You're asking some of the most deeply rooted questions of Jewish identity <laughs> that you could ever confront someone with. David Bashevkin, do you wash on one or two slices of pizza? A, that's a very personal question to say <laughs> to say on the air, uh, and it's a divisive question. So I want to keep this kind of nonpartisan. But you should know that that question, if you want to know know a Jew or really signal that I, I get what you're going through. Do you wash on one slice or two slices of pizza? And, and that's directly related to our passage because the question is, 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 is pizza is in fact a part of this pasta baba kissing category and it's only really considered bread if you in fact make a meal over it and have like a bunch of a bunch of slices. So how many slices do you need to consider pizza a full meal? So this I understand has has given birth to a whole new subcategory of food which you could find perhaps on, you know, airlines. Uh, what are Mizonos rolls? What are Mizonos rolls? We're really getting into the nitty-gritty and I love it. Mizono's rolls, if you go on an airline, you may notice that there are some passengers, I being one of them, who always request kosher kosher airline meals. And it comes wrapped in the tinfoil, and it's got a really great kosher supervision. And those meals almost always come with a roll. Now, as we mentioned, there's a lot of hoopla that goes into uh, eating a piece of bread. A lot of Jews are careful to wash on that bread, and then they need to make the birchat hamazon after. And when you're sitting in, you know, the middle seat in deep, in, you know, I don't get flown around first class. So when I'm sitting in that middle seat and I get that little roll over there in my airline meal, the question is, do I have to get out of my chair and properly wash for this and wash my hands like I'm eating a piece of bread? So right. they've invented this thing called the Mizono. Which, roll. by the way, what an insult for this for this crummy little roll of airline bread. I have to now get up from my middle seat and walk all the way, wait online for the bathroom and wash my hands for this. Real, real talk right now, and I'm sharing something deeply personal. I love airline food. I think I'm the only person in history who has, in multiple occasions, requested seconds of airline food. Oh, my God. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> I love the compartments. I love that they all have their own little apartment on that on that little tray. <laughs> I love it. So 
the Mizono's roll ostensibly is is bread that was made not using water, but instead it's used like apple juice. And ostensibly what they're trying to do is help people not have to wash and go through the Birchad HaMazon in order to eat it. And this itself is a whole controversy. If airline food alone isn't divisive enough, um, this is a whole question of whether that actually skirts the rule of not having to make the hamotzi and wash and all that stuff because you you know you bake this bread basically it tastes the same like regular bread and you're eating it as a part of the meal uh, but is it in fact considered a uh, pasta babakisin just because they use some light you know apple juice to make it and therefore the blessing you would say isn't amotzi lechem you know thank God for uh, bringing forth. Bread from from the land, but Boeminem is not the creator of all sorts of foods. Correct. That that would be the question. If in fact you could make that Mizonos on on what has affectionately been called the Mizonos roll, the great controversial Mizonos roll. Well, coming on a week in which United Airlines uh, officially announced that they're greatly expanding their kosher offering. David Bashevkin, I wish you many more delectable airline meals. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope you've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Josh is calling us dorks. Uh, coming from him, that's a compliment. <laughs>